Everybody's in an uproar right now. All I see on social media, Jordan's finally spoken up. Jordan said he can't be silent anymore. Hey, how do you feel about that? I mean, how, how am I supposed to feel about that? I mean, consciousness is a thing now, right? You know, it's, it's cool to be pro-black right now, so for me, it doesn't hold as much weight as it would have you know, some years ago when this wasn't a thing, I'm consistent in my message. And it's the same thing with Hillary. It's the same thing with other players, LeBron, Carmelo, uh, Chris Ball coming to speak up. It's easy to be a part of something when you don't feel you're going to get as much back backlash. That's usually when most people become a part of something. But see the vision early and the really before early, that's when you really start taking things and different and like, okay, you know, this person is going to leave the movement. It wasn't like Ali was just jumping a part of some bandwagon of people who just weren't going to war. That was not the popular thing. Most people, when they told them that they had to go, they went. He said no at the prime of his, you know, if anybody wanted to be worried about money and, and worried about legacy and all that, it's, it's him. He still ended up being the greatest, and he stood up for something at a time where it was unpopular, and that's why he's bigger than the sport. What these guys are doing right now is not a big, oh, my God, I can't believe they did it. It's, it's cool now. You know, black consciousness has become the thing. It's the trendy thing. And I remember for years I've been you know, trying to get people to better self. I've been putting it in the music, been posting about it and stuff like that, been trying to tell people I would bring hidden colors into, you know, certain neighborhoods, you know, to different people and stuff like that, try to get on the watch and tell certain females, and nobody was into it. It wasn't the cool thing at the time, so they didn't really want to be associated with it. And that's the one thing I noticed about the black community. For the most part, we get a part of things for trends because most people just want to fit in. They don't want to be part of... Most people don't have the vision or the heart to really stand up, even just to be themselves. You know, So they'll go with whatever they feel is the cool thing, whatever they're going to have the least resistance. And that's why most things that we get a hold of is cool for a second and it ends up dying because most of the people who are supporting it aren't really for it. They just are for being in. They just are for being the cool thing. So when the next cool thing pops up, they go to the next cool thing. And that's what I'm afraid of with the black consciousness. We see this in the 60s. A lot of people were into it. The movement was big. We see the documentary. We see all that. But something happened in between them then the '90s, the early 2000s, when we, you know, when we were kids, when we were teenagers, that it wasn't a big thing. Now it's back. So, you know, things happen in cycles, and for the most part, we still are a trendy group. You know, we go with something for a minute, then it's on to the next thing. So I, I, I foresee the same thing happening, and it's only going to be a few of us that still here. It's going to be the few that was really here before all of the before it became the cool thing. And, and that's the scary part. When it gets real, I know I'm not looking for all of these people who are so-called conscious now, who are, you know, constantly ma making these posts or, you know, everything's pro-black, 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 because I remember a lot of these people didn't ha have a care in the world about it, you know, when it wasn't the cool thing. So it's just when it pops off, don't expect a lot of people to, if it ever does happen, if it ever does pop off, if it ever does get really serious, don't expect all of these people to be around because most people are just trying to be in. But when it really gets real or it's not the thing anymore, that's when you're going to know who is genuinely with the movement. And it was the same thing with Hillary Clinton, like I was saying. How easy and how convenient for her to be um, this ultimate pro-black person right now when you're running for president and black people were becoming to get more conscious when they started to run this for this run. It wasn't so much last run because we weren't in 
and mold yet. The hidden colors and all those things hadn't really surfaced to the point that they were on this term. So you come out, your husband apologizes immediately because there's a new care in the community about the community and all of these murders were going on with the Tamir Rice's, the Michael Browns and all that. So it was the marketable thing that would make your brand more respectable and more trust, more people buying trust into you if he comes out and acknowledges that he did wrong towards the black community because so many blacks were locked up under his administration. And he's a reflection of you because if you didn't believe in, he believed in, then you wouldn't be married for this long. You know, So you have to have the same type of beliefs for the most part have a marriage last this long because other than that usually people leave when the, when they have too many differences of opinion so if this was something very important to you how you're claiming it is right now and and you had didn't really agree with nothing he had going on then something like that could cause a big rift also and beyond that you know so you you come out now all of a sudden he's apologetic but why not do it if you were really this powerful and you really cared about blacks why not do it any time before she's running for president and before it was the thing? You had a whole bunch of years between the 90s and 2016 to apologize. A whole bunch of time between the 90s and 2015 to apologize. I mean, why now? Because it's convenient. That's the same thing I'm saying with these players. Jordan, why now? Because it's the cool thing right now. You know it's not going. he's not going to get any backlash. And because blacks are supporting blacks, financially even more so now so saying this just makes his brand even more respectable oh you see jordan stood up for black i'm really i'm going to buy more now i guess you know a justification you see jordan just said something you know he just said something but it don't matter i can go buy jordan's you know you can't say what jordan ain't never said enough for y'all no more it's the cool thing now where was jordan at all of these years in between you know a great time would have been when he became a billionaire that would have been uh i think my community is a lot going on in the world but they got me where I need to be. I'm a symbol for success for us as a people. Anything is possible. I started off with a dream. I had setbacks in high school, but I didn't let that beat me. I'm the ultimate symbol for redemption. I'm the ultimate symbol for anything is possible. I've made it, and I don't think that these social injustices need to go on. That could have been something simple as you did when becoming a billionaire because that was a big moment. Where was that at then? You know what I'm saying? So it's convenient right now because it's the really, really, really cool thing. And it, I know I would say it really got set off with Hendrick and Beyonce. Beyonce took it to the next level with the Super Bowl because she has so many diehard fans. And usually what she does is sets the you know, for where, 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 what's going to be the next pop thing. And that's why this thing is so pop right now. And, you know, that's another reason that I, you know, stopped. I'm done with the music because I've been talking this, and I'm not one of those people who just want to be a part of something because it's cool. You know, I want it to be, you know, I just don't want just a bunch of people rooting for me because it's a trendy thing. I want it to be uh, a genuine love, a genuine actions, genuine feelings, you know, a bunch of genuine people. For the most part, I don't feel that way. And, you know, it's always possible I could be wrong, but from history it tells me that you know we get a hold of things for a second it's cool most people want to be in and we let it go another thing hillary i did connect in her you know all of this is just based around the convenience of speaking out now that it's the cool thing and is it genuine or not or is it just a convenient thing and is it more in the person's best interest to speak out now because speaking out now is going to get you all of the support of the black community because that's where all the energy is and that's what these individuals want to continue to have the michael jordans the lebron james we remember after when it wasn't really the cool thing when they was asking him about the tamir rice situation right after that happened he didn't want to speak on it the Car uh, chris paul i really don't have any belief in what he's saying or anything that he has to do with the movement any of those guys from the clippers because they had the biggest platform to make the biggest statement the closest thing and maybe even bigger to an Ali statement when Donald Sterling's comments came out and they had a game and then they and they could have protest they wanted to wear shirts but they could have just not played and that would have 
shut down the the the, the playoffs. It would have sent everything in a frenzy. Would have messed up a lot of financial uh, relationships, and it would have really made a statement that we're not having this. We're 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 not going to tolerate this type of tone. We're not going to tolerate this type of culture that's been going on to allow this to thrive. But no, they went and played. They made the excuse that we have to feed our families, and that was a slap in the face to someone with common sense because you know that you were already paid your regular season money. Anything that you get in the playoffs is just extra bonus. So you try to play a game with people to, to, to make it seem okay. But, you know, if you really want to stand up, when it wasn't the cool thing, there was your opportunity. Did you take it? No. It's cool now. It's convenient now. It makes you look better now. So it's more of a selfish act to me. So, you know, right now. And you weren't doing it when it wasn't the popular thing. Everybody who had been going in and, been trying to make an effort to push the community further to to keep you know be a part even in a small part on a lower level to a higher level when it wasn't cool I thank you you know and and it's and it's love to you and you understand what I'm saying you understand where I'm coming from now I know there will be a few that are genuine or that are new to it but I'm just speaking for the most part if you're one of those genuine people this is not a slight to you and it's not a slight to anybody else this is just how I see what's going on it's more of a convenience thing and a genuine care about the issue. I just want people to genuinely be who they are. You know, whatever it is, like I said, even if you're a racist, I would rather you put it on the table and let me know where you stand. <clears throat> so when Hillary sits down with Amir Rice's mother, uh, Trayvon Martin's mother, Michael Brown's mother, that was just more of a convenient thing. You know, you you the reason that Trayvon Martin's situations and the other children who end up getting shot situation happens is one of the reasons is that you are a, per, a person whose opinion is respected amongst the community. And when you say something, you have to be responsible because people will take what you say and justify what they do based on what you say because you're in the spotlight. Like I said, media makes people credible. And, you know, for them, for most times, you know, that, that that's that's why it's called media propaganda, media program, TV program, because that's where most people take, uh, I would say, a global, that's like the global kind of consciousness, something that we all can, oh, did you see that show? Did you see that show? Did you see that show? That can get everybody on the same wave. So the people who gets to be on these platforms, and they say things is taken a little more seriously than someone who's not. So when you made the comment that, these aren't any longer kids that they're super predators for a lot of people in the United States. You made it okay for them to say and feel the way that they feel because they looked at you as a credible piece. Whereas they may have already been feeling like young black kids or young inner city kids were super predators by you being a first lady and making a statement like that and you being in politics making a statement like that and you being on TV making a statement like that you made them feel okay within how they feel and that unfortunately was one of the reasons that we see all of these murdering of the kids today so you're sitting up there with Mayor Rice's mother. You're sitting up there with Trayvon Martin's mother. You're sitting up there with Michael Brown's mother. But part of the reason that they're even sitting up there is because you made a comment that they aren't, we can't no longer look at them as kids anymore. They're super predators. So that's the image that maybe a Zimmerman and some of the police officers have when they see these kids and they feel validated because of people in powerful positions like you making these type of statements. Um, I just think overall the whole political process needs to be revamped. I'm very disappointed in Bernie as well because I feel like as far as policy, Bernie had ideas. The reason why his campaign was so successful is that he spoke to the cares and he spoke to the needs of the youth. For the most part, we don't really care what these people are talking about. If you're if you're a young adult, you know, you, you don't care about health care for the most part. You don't care about 
you know, you're not thinking about what's going to happen overseas. I mean, we have problems in our most most of the places we stay. So we're not thinking about all the foreign policies and all the things that are more so coming to a, a bigger effect when you get up in age. What Bernie was speaking of was things that affect us right now. We're, most of us is in student loan debt. So that's something that's important. A lot of the youth uh, feel that they should be getting paid more. So when he talks about the minimum wage thing, that, that's another point you're going to get them. And most of us know, don't feel like marijuana is something that should be uh, federally illegal. You know, we know people who's either in jail for it or, you know, maybe benefit from it in some type of medicinal way. We're more educated on that subject. So that's something. So there were some key points that he had that would draw in a youthful crowd as he had. And he, you know, painted himself to be totally anti-establishment, totally against what Hillary was for because his argument was Hillary was so, so with the banks that, you know, you know, based on even just, just, just simple policies that he didn't agree. But by him coming out and endorsing her, he totally contradicts everything he said he stands for because now, you know, association breeds assimilation. If I stand next to you, now I take on everything, you know, for the most part that you believe in the political realm too. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's 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 not, you know, maybe totally what I want, but it's enough is good enough for me to, to accept. And based on what you were saying, you were saying that y'all didn't see eye to eye on any of that. So you can't go from one place that you don't agree with her on these issues and she's so with the bank, so what you're against. And, you know, historically, when you look at her record on things that I pointed out as far as race, you were a guy who was always fighting with race. So it, it just wasn't nothing that was parallel about you too. So for you to come out and endorse that, it makes you look very hypocritical. And to me, it was just all a game. Make these youth get real into Bernie. We know that people don't really trust Hillary. We get them into her, I mean, into Bernie. Once we know Bernie, we're not going to let Bernie win. And I'm saying that based on some emails and stuff like that. We're not going to let Bernie win. Or, he, you know, he's only going to get so far. And then we're going to use him because they like him. We're going to try to use his energy that he's garnished to get them to vote for her. You know, so all along, we still end up getting what we want. But we could play a game and make them think that it was a chance or something that outside the box or make him, you know, maybe some of the stuff he actually does believe. But for me, by endorsing her, you contradict everything you say. And that's my problem with Democrats for the most part. It's kind of say whatever you need to say. Um, I might say I'm a certain thing, like a lot of Democrats profess to be Christian. A lot of people who vote for Democrats profess to be Christians. And this is what I don't get with the inner city, with most black people voting for Hillary, voting for Democrats and all that. Because historically, blacks were Republicans. And, and when you just break down the policies, it makes more sense. Um, towards the thinking of black people based on the Republican policies. But we're going to get back to that for a second. I just want to get back to it. One thing I can say you can respect to respect about the Republicans is they stand on what they stand on, and they're going to stand on it, hate it or love it. Whether you like it or not, this is who they are. So you can take it or you can leave it, but they don't switch up their tune. When the Bushes said that they don't believe in Donald Trump, it's not like they switched up and said, you know, we were just trying to get. No, they said we don't agree. Same way Bernie and Hillary didn't agree through the, you know, throughout the whole primary process. They didn't agree. They didn't see eye to eye. They were on totally different pages. I wasn't as disrespectful between Bernie and Hillary, but just as far as the policies, they didn't see nowhere eye to eye. So for them to, if they would have came back out and endorsed them, that seems very hypocritical because you're saying you you're on two different. Uh, you have two different agendas, you know, so it just doesn't make sense. It makes you look crazy. You can say you respectfully lose. You can, you know, respectfully lose and be be be, be respectful in, in, in that time. And, you know, that's just an example for the kids. You know, so, so you're not, you know, burning the bridge down the line because you never know when you're going to need somebody. But even uh, Ted Cruz, he got booed on the stage. He came, showed up. Still said what he had to say, but he still wouldn't endorse Donald Trump. And a lot of people didn't like that. But I respect that because he said 
we don't see eye to eye on issues and where you want to go with uh, politics. And he still didn't endorse him, you know, so that's respectable. What Bernie did makes him a total hypocrite. And people just, just looking at a genuine person, if somebody tell you that they're with this, this, and this, and then later on they turn around and flip, and you might have been on their side, like, and you done made an enemy out of this next person, then they end up getting cool with that person, and now you just the enemy with that person, but they cool. You're going to be looking at them crazy, but you don't look at politics the same way. Like, it makes no sense for you to still be behind someone who's totally, like, slapped you in the face. You done went to war for them. You might have, you know, fought the person for them and everything, and now this person has aligned themselves with that person who you've made an enemy out for them. You would never had a problem with the other person if it wasn't for them, but now they're cool with this person, and you, they were saying that they was totally against what this person is for. So it makes no sense. But um, you know that that that's what I just feel about. I feel the Democratic Party. I think blacks need, for the most part, where it's going, where it's headed. I think need to begin to move away from it. You know, based on values that we say we care about in the community, for the most part. I, I would definitely say. We should move, we should even change the form of voting. Like, think about something like this. This would be my solution for it. Say we didn't see faces. Say, you know, because we, everybody, you know, especially the Democratic side is saying, you know, they don't see faith, they don't see anything no more. We're getting a, a, a full tolerance world. Well, say if you had a new way of voting where you didn't see the person, only thing you seen was the policy. When they talked about, um, both candidates or whoever was running and from the primaries to the majors, you would only submit policies. You wouldn't even know who was in it. You would just only submit policies. You would submit different, uh, maybe you have a written speech and have someone else uh, uh, speak it. Then you have a, a whole list of things that you stand for, why you stand for. And then you put all of these things on a list, just like you go into a job interview. And you know how there's like, 50 to 100 questions on a job interview questionnaire that you do online, and it will ask you like the same questions over and over again to make sure you're either this or you're that. And that's what the voting process would be like. So instead of going to vote for the person and a person being able to sell who they are or who they've been politically over the line, because a lot of times people aren't looking at the issues, they just be like, I like him or I like her or I like, him, you know, whatever it is. That, that, that's how voting has become. It's more of a popularity contest than what do they actually stand for? Because if you ask your average voter, well, tell me something about their campaign, most of them really don't have anything to tell you. So I think when you went to the poll booth, it would be if you had a job questionnaire of sort, you know, a similar format, and saying, say this person stands pro-guns, you vote yes, or, you know, are you for pro, are you for guns? Yes, no. Boom, that's that. This person stand, you know, whatever the policies is. This person wants a, a wall built for this, this, and this, and this. Do you agree? Yes, no, and and it would just keep going down the list, and it would have a mix up of all of the different people running policies, and whoever got the most policy votes ends up as your president. You know that would make more sense to me because now we're truly. It, it takes everything else off the table. You know, we're, we're in a full tolerant world. That's what it's, it's, it's making the process, even of the leader of the world, full tolerant. So you can't say somebody's discriminating because of race. You can't say somebody's discriminating because of sex. You can't say some, the media is just biased against a certain person because it will be strictly about the policy. So that's a solution. That's something that I have never heard of someone throw out there. If... um. You know, I, I'll continue to go deeper into it. I'll continue to push for that. If if you if you're in politics and you're listening, please take that in consideration. Maybe we can get something going like that, started from a local level. Um, but just getting back into the policies, like when speaking of uh, you know most inner city environments and stuff like that. For the most part, I think Trump. A lot of things he says, he he maybe says it in a more aggressive way just to draw media headlines, but. If he articulated in the proper way what he was uh, trying to convey, then I think a lot more people would, you know, be for it. Because if you're watching the Democratic convention and everything going on with that, it just looks so scripted. Like Hillary doesn't come off, nothing presidential, you know, about it just seemed just so scripted. Even Bernie today, like everybody talking, 
it just seems like they're trying to force a motion and it's the exact it was the exact opposite with the Republican side. Like you know, at least you know when Trump talked like man, this you might be like he whatever you feel, but you know it's like he really feel like that. Like it's not forced. It's truly just coming from, you know, this is on his heart, this is on his chest, and he telling you how he feel. But you don't get that with the other side. The other side is just, you know, there we wanna act like our home is is great. We wanna act like it's all good. You know, it's that 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 couple you know that's fighting all the time and you know, when they go outside, when they're on the internet, they want to act like it's all good and well. But you, you know, you really know what's up. But behind closed doors is, you know, they're, they're near divorce and stuff like that. So that's what I get with the Democratic Party from just, you know, most of them as individuals to, uh, you know, I, I just don't think they're consistent in who they say they are. And moving into the policies, say Christian beliefs. A lot of them say that they're Christians. Republicans say that they're Christians. When Republicans make policies, it reflects their Christian beliefs. When Democrats make policies, it doesn't reflect their Christian beliefs. You know, so if Christianity, I know in the, in the inner city black community, is a big thing. So on that level, you know, and that, if that's the big root of, of who you are, I would think you would be looking more towards a Republican side. Um, it's like if I was a gamer, and say it was a gaming Bible, and... I became the head of some politics in, in on a local area, and I started enforcing laws. There was everything against what the gaming Bible said. You would be like, you know, all the true gamers would be like, what's going on? I thought he told me that he was a gamer, and, you know, that he was living this, he was into this, this, and this. But why is all of his policies not reflecting him being a gamer? You know, that... You know, you, that would raise questions, right? But it doesn't raise any questions with the Democrats. Um, I know most people believe in pro-gun guns in the inner city. Well, Democrats aren't really pro-gun. You know, a lot of them, for the most part, would prefer none. And in a perfect world, that makes sense. But in a, we have to deal with reality. And you can't take legal guns away because they're still going to be illegal guns. So people still need guns to protect themselves. And you need shot for shot, be able to match up in case of a real type of situation. So Republicans, for the most part, believe in you defending yourself, being able to defend yourself against harm of something local or harm against something on a corporate government level. They believe in one being able to protect themselves. Most people I know in the inner city believe in one being able to protect themselves, yet they still vote Democrat when Democrats are not really for that. They're against that, and they're pushing more and more into people giving up their guns. Another philosophy that Trump is pushing is a nationalist perspective. Taking care of your home first before you take care of everything outside of your home. So most of Democrat, the Democratic agenda, and I'm speak, when I say that, I'm speaking Obama and Hillary, you know, because they, 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 they pretty much stand in line on the policies that they're going for, which is why our, Obama's endorsing Hillary and he's worked so closely to his campaign. So... They're more on a globalist perspective, you know, global relationships, global problems, putting money, more money outside the country into projects than the money inside. And Trump's philosophy is more money inside the country than outside. You know, let's take care, let's give Americans jobs. Let's, you know, take care of our American students first before we start taking care of everything else. And that makes sense, doesn't it? Wouldn't you respect someone who take care of their home before they come in your home telling you how to run your home? You know, we're not even taking care of our home. We're not first in education. You know, we're we're lacking in so many spaces that we need to take time. We've been so focused on everybody else putting money in all of these wars, building up other places that we've begun to fall. You know, we're not secure. How are we going to secure anything else when we haven't even figured out our problems? How are we going to go figure out someone else's relationships between them, their government, and their people when we're having problems with our government and our people? So it makes sense what Trump is saying. He's just articulated articulating it in a way that's offending a lot of people. But if they sit down and really listen to what he's saying, it's not really offensive. It just it's just logical. You gotta get out of your emotions when we're talking about stuff like that. When he's talking about the wall, we'll we'll compare that to say I have my house. I have my house. I work very hard for my house. I go to work uh six days a week, put in overtime. I'm very tired when I come home from work, pay my bills, pay my uh rent. Um uh, you know, I keep my house very clean and 
I've been working hard for this for a long time. Uh, would I just keep my door open for anybody to come in and enjoy the fruits of my hard work? Anybody off the streets, anybody can just come in. Would you leave your door open and you put yourself in my shoes? Now, in that scenario I just said, now, do you just leave your door open for anybody to come in? You go to work every day. You're tired when you get home. You you still you got to put money out every day, and, and you've been doing this year after year after year. You don't just leave your door open for anyone to come in, do you? No, so that's the same type of concept he's saying with build a wall. We've built the house. It's not really against anything. It's we've built the house. We've been working for it. We've been paying the bills. We've been protecting it. We've been doing everything we need to keep the house up. We just don't need any and we don't want to leave the door open for any and everyone to come and enjoy the fruits, the wrong, you know, there's a proper way to do it. Just saying, go through the process. Now, maybe if he articulated it like that, less people would be offended because that's all I think he's really trying to say. He's just saying it in a way that's going to make people feel offended. He's just saying, there's a process to go about it. Maybe we need to make the process better on, or for them going about it, along with him proposing a, 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 a door of sorts to keep people from his house, because I don't even care. You, know, you could be my cousins. You know, if I don't work very hard for this, you know, you can't just come and, you know, anytime you want and enjoy the fruits of my house when I'm working very hard to keep it up, keep it secure, keep it clean, and I'm, you know, paying all of these bills, you know, you're going to have to put in before you can get a piece of what's going on. And most people feel the same way, that you just don't want Anybody, even family, just walking in your house anytime you want, enjoying the fruits of what you work hard for. So that's the concept behind the wall. Is I don't believe is, I think he he even exaggerates how hard he feel, you know, to make it seem a little more of a uh, a racist type statement because he know that's going to bring headlines, and the more headlines you get, as I mentioned before, the more credible you seem because you're on a national syndicate. Um, yeah, so I think. Trump's real problem, it's not a problem because it is working for him, it's his marketing, but the reason he's offended as many people as he has is just based on articulation. And for the most part, I would say if you ask your average person and you just broke down the policies, more people are nationalists, more people care about what's going on on a, a, a home front level more than they care about what's going on outside the home front first. You know, maybe later on we, we'll get to back to the global thing, but right now, we need to take care of the home front. And that's why I feel, uh, whether it's Trump or, or someone, or, you know, right now it's Trump. You know, so right now Trump is the guy. So, you know, that's, that's, that's what I would say makes more sense based on where this world seems to be going. It's time to take care of home because we put money into everything else. We've taken care of everything else. Now we have to take care of ourselves and go on with a democratic type approach. You, you know, I don't know too many people that are happy about the last eight years. and. These, uh, the Hillary camp, uh, the Hillary administration and Obama administration is pretty much the same thing. So if you want four more years of that, you know, go for that. If you want to try and see what a nationalist approach looks like, then go for Trump. But let's take out all of the what the media has said. Let's take that out the picture and just look at the policies. Let's even take out what these people are just saying sometimes that to get headlines and just really go look at well, what truly does this mean by them saying that? Not just. Oh, he said, I can't, I can't, oh my God, I can't believe that. And when he's saying, you know, give people a better screening, well, if you are an owner of a job, are you not going to have a, a, a job interview? What is a job interview? Screening to see what type of person is coming into your job. You want to make sure this person is responsible. You want to make sure this person takes care of their business, that they can do the job, that they're not a threat to the company physically or based on the way they work, and that's the same thing Trump's saying when letting people into the country. If it's a lot going on, it does make sense to screen on, you know, who's coming in the country, not just specifically on on one targeted uh, sect, but, you know, screen everybody. Put more money into that. Took less money and put it into what we were doing and building up other places, then we would have money to screen everybody that was coming, as, you know, from, from anywhere. You know, not just one space, not just one religion, not just one place, but all people who are coming in, just like you screen all people going into a job interview. So simple things like that. I believe um, Trump, you need somebody like me on your campaign. A lot, a lot of people, if you, you're, you're, you're in the spotlight. A lot of you guys got bad PR people. A lot of you guys got PR people 
who aren't really good with people. They just maybe have the education or pa uh, papers behind them, but you don't have someone who can really talk that talk. So, you know, I encourage, uh, if you know a politician, you know a celebrity, you know somebody who need a, a good person to organize and strategize for them and, and set up a game plan and uh, properly articulate what they're speaking of, tell them please get at me. My services are available. But get away from that. Then uh, the NFL, they still smoking. You know, they still smoking. Do I have a problem with smoking? Uh, if you're a regular civilian, no. Once you you got millions of dollars in on the table, once um, this is not like a social issue. This 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 a must for you to uh, do take part in. Um, you have to put your family first. You have to put yourself first. You have to put your legacy first. And this is not acceptable in this field. Now, you're making a choice to want to be in this field. Now, you can go play arena football. You can go, go work a regular job where you can smoke. But on, on, in, in this arena, you know, that's not tolerable. So I think just since you're sending the wrong example uh, to if you have kids, younger siblings, the fans of yours to, to uh, I guess, Put a, a, a personal want above taking, you know, responsibility for a choice that you've made. So anybody who's participating in certain activities like that, and you've signed up for something, and you know that that's not what you're supposed to be doing. You know, we all make mistakes. It's not a, a big judgmental thing, but you know, turn it around, man. It's not worth it. Get some good people in your corner, because usually, if you're, you're you're falling back constantly to doing certain things, you might have people who are doing those things and. It's no hard feelings. You might have to get them away from you so you can stay uh, focused if you don't have the if you don't have the discipline not to partake in activities when those things are going on around you. So uh, please, you know, put your put your family's well being first. Put your well being first. Put your livelihood well being first, and take responsibility for the choice that you made to be a part of this. And to be a part of this, there's a rule that you can't smoke. So. All of the guys, not just one single person. This is the thing that keeps reoccurring in the NFL. So, I, you know, I ask everybody just to take that in consideration. Or if you're a young, you're a young person, you're listening right now, you're thinking about getting into something, and you know that you're not supposed to be do, doing something once you get into it. You know, take that in consideration. You know, don't don't waste these people's time. Anything else going on? Like I said, I've watched the Democratic convention. Trash, trash. Trash. Everyone's saying uh, never Trump. I say why not Trump? You know, why not? You know, based on everything I just broke down, why not? Uh, against Bernie, Bernie, Bernie's a hypocrite. I don't want to hear anything Bernie else Bernie has to say. You know, you can get him out of here. Fuck what Bernie got to say. We don't fuck with Bernie no more over here. Um, don't fuck with Hillary at all. She's just a, a total actor to me. Don't believe anything she says either. Um, and if you don't, if you, and I don't, I'm tired of hearing the excuse that uh, we have to vote for the lesser evil. If one person is raping motherfuckers and another person is 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 doing the same thing, but you know a pedophile doing the kid, you don't choose between the two. You don't choose any. You know, it's no such. You don't choose a uh, evil. If you're against both things, you don't. You're like, oh man, both of that's crazy. Then no choice is a choice. You don't go say. Oh well, one of us having adults and the other one's having a kid. No, neither one of those things are right. So if you truly feel that your excuse is, oh, I'm going to choose the lesser evil. No, you don't choose an evil. Since when did choosing an evil become cool? You don't choose between Stalin and Hitler. No, you don't. No choice is a choice. Yeah, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. But for the most part, these policies don't affect, um, especially the youth right now. Anyway, so. You know, what's going to go on with them? It's, it's dangerous right now. You know, you said, so stop with the fear stuff. Stop with the, I'm choosing lesser evil. It, now, you might truly be for Hillary. You might be, you know, know all her policies and be totally behind it. And I respect that. That's what you're saying. You truly know who she is for the fool. You know, the good and the bad. And you want to accept that? And, you know, that's what's up. You know, you come out and you wear that hat proudly. But don't give me the cop out that I'm just choosing lesser evils. No. Either you with something or you not with it. And if you with it, be able to break down why you with it. You know, you truly wear that hat. Like when I say I'm for something, I, you know, I'm all the way to go. I got every argument in the world and I'm fully researched about it. It's not a part of a, 
school thing is not a part of a bandwagon. It's not because it's convenient. That's what, you know, In Color is all about. It's about being consistent. It's about being real, being real with yourself, being true to yourself. You know, not being a, you know, live, live your truth. That's all, it, this is all about living your truth. Not letting somebody push you in a box, make you feel like you got to be with the crowd. It's about standing out. Stand out. It's okay. The world doesn't end once you do something like that. Shout out to the Pickers, too. The Pickers have a great show. They get to go around the world and find antique stuff and buy it and flip it. That's that's one of the great jobs. So, uh, you know, some way, you know, Pickers, y'all want to get me on the show for a special episode. You know what I mean? Holler at me. Holler at me. I need, I need some travel points. I need to get my travel miles up. You know, spend a minute. I hit the road. You know, sightsee. See some beautiful women all around the country. That wouldn't be too bad. Um, I think what else? King of the Hill. King of the Hill, man. That's an amazing show. It's underrated. Slept on. Slept on. Slept on. If you never took time out to watch King of the Hill, watch that. Bobby is a funny motherfucker. That's some good shit. That's some good shit out there. Like, them was the the real shows. Like, back in the day, we had real shows where you could feel like you were a part of that world. You know, nowadays, I was watching some shows with my little cousins and stuff. Like, it's 3D shit, and, you know, it's, it's, it's almost like a uh, video game simulation. Just a, a video game storyline, and it's simulating through. So I'm not really with any of the new stuff. All of the old writers and old directors and old um, people who were creating the worlds and the the artists of, of all that sorts, you know, get get back out here because the new people are slacking it in that field. Shout out to all the Pokemon players. Um, definitely a supporter of that. Just be responsible, be smart when you're moving around because it's real out here. But hey, don't let anybody stop you from having fun and enjoying your enjoying your life. I put a lot of hours as a kid in it. I haven't played the new one, but you know, I'm definitely a supporter for everyone who, who's who's out there getting it in on that. But you know, I know back in the day, you know, I spent some big money on Pokemon cards. I spent like one fifty one time on a, a holographic cards that I. I I was a shit with this shit. You know, I would fuck you up back then. It would definitely fuck you up. You know, I had the uh the connecting piece where you could bat- battle people and all that. But spent many of hours beating the Pokemon games. And you know, if you if you had any of the reds, the blues, the silvers, the gold, the the sapphires, the rubies, the ru- sapphire and ruby came with the coin, uh, into the movie, all of that. You know, so you know, it's good to see a resurgence in that. And, you know, everybody don't be so serious. Oh, you know, they just want to play poker. Motherfucker, you do shit that's irresponsible throughout the days, too. Not to say that that's irresponsible, because it, I remember everybody used to talk about gamers and shit. But now gaming is a multi-million dollar industry, if not a billion dollar industry. People actually get paid for this shit. So, motherfucker, what are you watching TV for? You feel what I'm saying? If you, you got a problem with Pokemon, why the fuck do you watch TV? Is TV putting any money in your pocket? No, so shut the fuck up. Why want to hear... Motherfuckers' opinions because somebody else is doing what they have, what they happy. Nobody's judging you for what you're doing. So why you want to judge them for what they do? There's always somebody, yeah, I got girl. Nigga, I play Pokemon with your bitch. So what? So what are you saying now? You know what I mean? Niggas always want to make funny comments and shit like that. But ain't it funny how everything motherfuckers used to joke about have come around and become the thing or come around and become uh, very lucrative? So now you sound crazy. Or they just sit up and play them video games, stuff like that. Well, now it's people that sitting up playing them video games and getting played, paid millions for it and are on E3 Network on TV. So, hey, you know, what do you guys say? Um, but it's okay for you to go watch a sport and root for another nigga. Is that putting money in your pocket? No, it's not. Shut the fuck up. Nobody cares about that. You know? And we'll fuck you up in Pokemon. Nigga. You, you, get on, you get on this shit. I think you're just mad because you don't understand what's going on. You know, that's a, a big problem. People want... Always come with some shit when they don't understand what's going on. Then they want to try, you know, make it seem like it's something wrong. No, it's not something wrong with me, motherfucker. It's something wrong with you. You know, we don't have to, or really, the thing is, you know, people don't have to agree. That's what I say. You don't have to agree. We can both be right. My ideology might not work for you. Your ideology might not work for me. And that's okay. The only times it becomes a problem is when you start thinking your ideology should be everyone's ideology and you want to force it on somebody else. And people have to get defensive, and that's when problems come about. But if everyone just is respectful of everyone's ideology and understand it, what's for one, it's not for everybody, then I think life would be a more peaceful place. Yeah, we're all about peace, positivity, and love. When I talk this shit, just talking out of, you know, jokes and stuff like that, see what's going on. But really, people, just be more accepting of what, what, what people have going on. Be more respectful. 
everyone sees the comments you're saying and, and, and keep in mind that you know what you may hate someone else may love so on on, on the strength that you know, you know what I mean it's just not worth offending somebody you know just just on just because you want to be you know because it's not affecting your life if someone else is even if your stereotype is fully correct not affecting your life are you putting some money in their pocket no if you're you're dirty are they putting some money in your no if it has nothing to do with your life then mind your business I think a lot of things need to come down to people getting into other people's business. And we know that we have a certain circle of people where we can talk about anything to keep it to that. But, you know, if you know if you foresee that it's going to be a problem, what you said, you know, avoid problems in life at all costs. Life is too short. Enjoy it. Enjoy the weather. Drink clean water, 7.5 pH preferably. Uh, you know, eat out bitches who are vegan. It's, it's, it's a different taste. Telling you, it's a different smell. It's a whole different experience when you're in it, when they're taking care of their bodies. Trust me. You know what I mean? Get with the lifestyle. Get with the lifestyle. Get you some go veggie cheese to change life. Um, you know, that's a vegan cheese product. What else I want to say? Anything going on in the music world? Was it something? Uh, I thought something happened. I know a Drizzy's album dropped. Work on that. Uh, Ye's coming out with a bunch of. He's coming out with art. Coming out with. He, he's taking a lot of ideas that I had. Man, Ye. Oh, man, yeah, this, I need to get in the industry. I need to get in the industry. I got a lot of my ideas too. Just a lot of stuff I've been pondering. I mean, a lot of stuff he's come out with it. You know, I was telling people years and years ago, but it's, you know, not the world. You know, it's popping, but the ideas are out here. Everything's flowing. There's no excuses anymore. You know, it's it's always a way, but well, my biggest advice for the day, uh, getting ready to wrap up, stay debt-free. Stay debt-free. Stay debt-free. If you're young, you don't have kids right now, until you all the way set up and you really know who that other person is and, you know, you know that this is truly the person that you want to be with, don't make an important decision like that. Don't make an important decision like that. Don't make an important decision like that. A lot of people who are very, you know, love their kids, but very regret, regret for that decision at this point. You know, take your 20s to really find out who you are and find out what compliments you best. And once you figure that out, then you jump to a step like that after you've secured yourself financially. But, hey, you know, that's just some good advice. You might not want to take it. It might make you happier right now to do otherwise. So if that's your thing, hey, who am I to judge? It's not for me to judge. I just thought I would throw that out there. Um crazy shit happened. Yeah, I believe it was some shooting that just happened in Florida. I don't have too much information on that, so I can't really dive into it. That's another thing. I'm not just going to speak on something because it happened. I, I really have to have done my research on it um, before I really, you know, can give a true take. Unless it's just, you know, some broad subject that we've all experienced. But, you know, for the most part, I like to be uh, very versed in whatever I'm speaking on. But, yeah, shout out to the whole Color Radio movement, colorradio.com. Check it out if you haven't been on there. It's a lot of great, a lot of great visuals, uh, a lot of great things going on in the culture, and a lot of great logos. You know, the logos are crazy. Go check out the merch. Uh, check out uh, Amber Jewel's Create Hats. Uh, check out my spin, my Black Empowerment bracelets. You know, go check that out. Go support what's going on. If you like to hear what's going on, you want to keep it going or just support what's going to, you know, tell somebody, even if it's not for you, you may know somebody who it is for. So I'll you know, check everything coming on, Juice working on, he got some stuff in, the, a lot of stuff in the works. There's a big show coming up. If you're in the Cleveland area, uh, color radio uh, show. Uh, so, um, yeah, email us or uh, uh, in, in, inbox somebody, all of the Twitters and, Contact information, all that stuff is available on the website. If you want to know about the show, I believe it's August 2nd. A tune in, there's going to be a lot of talented artists from the area. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. No, it's not, nothing else I want to say, but yeah. Remember, why not Trump? Why not Trump? Fuck Bernie. He's a hypocrite. We don't fuck with Bernie anymore. Can't come back, Bernie. Can't come back from this. We're very disappointed. 
Till next time, spread peace, positivity, love, prayer, stay prayed up, stay strapped. You know what I mean? NARA, support all that good stuff, everything. I'm out, yeah. Whoa. We still hanging from the tree, I guess we better leave. They still gonna march, shine, lynch me if I never speak. I see hawks that can't see their own thoughts because their eyes was on women that can't mind their own business. Sitting in my church, looking at my pastor, say he trying to find a witness. I'm like, nah, I ain't snitching. Whoa. What if niggas looked at prison like a prism while we squaring up with others, always thinking that we different? Guess we, guess we in it. Let it out your system, cause the system been assisting on your downfall. Ah. See, I got lost in the truth. That's I lie here. Just look at what I found, y'all. Look, look, once you wrap your arms around my body, put me in the sky. Once you let me know you got me. And even if you drop me, I don't really see it wrong. Why? Cause you've been holding me so long.